Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day three with Pastor Alan Bailey, and it's just been such a blessing already, Pastor. Just really, you know, and, and God put us together at a conference down in Tennessee. Just, uh, you know, it wasn't by accident that I got to sit next to you and Amen. we met, and uh, it's amazing. I could I could write a book with lots of chapters and all the divine appointments that I've had in my life and people that put in my life to bless or for me to bless. It's right. been amazing. Because God loves us, He's he, He's right. a relationship God, and He He created this in that same, yeah. same image, and uh, it's such a blessing to have Christian friends. It is. Well, Pastor, I know uh, today we were going to get a little bit into maybe finish up talk about Mac just a little bit, and then get into your book Unstuck. Because I read that book that that book was amazing, and I'd recommend this to to anybody. I'll make sure you let people know how to get get a copy of that, also to purchase a copy of that, also please. But I'm gonna kick it over to you. Yeah, Mac was uh, Mac was a very unique man, and the, the thing about Mac, his story is, is really intense, but he actually has, his uh, book is Unchained. Uh, you know, ironically, mine's unstuck, but his is Unchained. And it deals with how he was in California and uh, he, had, he was on the run from, uh, he was on the run from, from the government, from, from the FBI for heavy drug sales and attempted murder. Wow. And he ended up back in Alabama, which was his hometown. And uh, he ended up, you know, there was there were some things that happened with people, and just he was just a very rough guy mm-hmm. as a as an ex biker and a motorcycle gangster, and uh, you know when when Mac got saved, Mac really got saved, mm-hmm. and when he gave his life to the Lord, man, he he just oozed love. Mm-hmm. I never saw anybody, even, and I saw some things at Canaan Land. You know, he built Canaan Land from the ground up. Canaan Land was his heart. Canaan Land was to take guys like him, guys like me, and give them a chance. Teach them how to be disciplined in the word. Teach them who Jesus was. Teach them how to love people. Teach them how to forgive themselves, how to get free. And that's always been the heartbeat of that ministry, and that's why I've always loved it and always will. Mm -hmm. And he built that place. I I remember hearing him talk about the, the stories of, Starting in the A-frame or or in his own home before they had the property and and Sandra his wife would have they would have guys everywhere guys sleeping in the bathtub you know wow. just guys everywhere just so Matt could teach them about Jesus but that's who he was wow. and you know that, that that rubbed off on me greatly yeah it really did praise God well let's get into your book now well okay uh, that's an interesting story um, so unstuck came about uh, as I said before I noticed patterns showing up in my life. And so one Sunday, it was an Easter Sunday a few years ago, and I saw these six steps, and 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 we don't have time here to define all six steps it's in the book, but I saw these six steps that in every struggle I've ever had, I've noticed these things happening. So in preparing for Easter, I realized, because, you know, I'm not as smart as I think I am, you know. God has to tell me stuff. <laughs> I realized that the steps that I was seeing in my life in every struggle were the same steps, everything that Jesus had to go through. So when Jesus went to the cross, he had to go through all six of these steps in resurrection, you know. Mm-hmm. He had to go through every one of them. And I learned that every part of my life, whether like we talked about money earlier or whether it's lust or whether it's overcoming your mind or or coming overcoming uh, past hurts, they all have to, these six steps, they all have to go through mm-hmm. everything. And you may be, you may be at the final step. You may be resurrected in an area and, and, and be whole, but still have five other areas that you're dealing with. 
And the sad thing is, is when we're not disciplined, those are the things that usually pull us away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was teaching that Sunday. And I was just going to take one Sunday and just kind of wrap all this up. It was Easter. We had, I had a lot of visitors, a lot of guys that I knew needed to hear this. Because of our type of ministry in our church, mm-hmm. we do attract a lot of drug addicts, a lot of ex-alcoholics. We, yeah. And, and we, we love that. You know, yeah. They give us the opportunity to love people. Amen. And we finished that Easter Sunday, and, and it just wasn't done. I just, I'm just like, it's not right. So for 13 more weeks, we dealt with step by step by step, which became the chapters of the book. Wow. So every chapter is actually a Sunday. Okay. And how God opened up during that message, okay, this is what this means, and this is what this means, and this is... So we took that, and we turned it into the book. And, you know, the thing is, everything in our lives with these six steps, everything has to be, number one, there has to be death. There has to be, a, there, there has, well, I'm sorry, there has to be a crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Then there has to be a death. Then there has to be a burial. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things that have to happen to any struggle that we have. We have to put them on the cross and those things have to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we get over into the quickening where God's now giving you revelation on what you're dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're raised and then you're seated. That's exactly what Jesus went through. Mm-hmm. He was crucified. He was dead. He was buried. He was quickened. He was raised. He was seated. Everything in my life. So so if I'm completely, so for me, I just use me as an example. I'm not an ex-drug addict. I'm a new creation. Come on. You will never get me to tell you I was an ex-drug addict. That's what I did. That was my behavior, but that's not who I am. Amen. Because I'm, I'm quickened and raised and seated in that area. I will mm-hmm. never again struggle with that because that has been overcome. Amen. However, let's say I have a struggle with gluttony. Yeah. Okay, so that's something in me that uh, maybe needs to go through the crucifixion process. We're still over here dealing with crucifixion. Now, we're completely free over here when it comes to our drug addiction, yeah. but now we got a food addiction. Yeah. So there's a, there's a crucifixion that has to happen, and then a death, and then a burial, and then there's a discipline in that area. And I think people... Uh, try to get free in every area at one time. Mm-hmm. And I think they get overwhelmed with the process and they they quit church or they quit they quit the faith. They walk away from it. They feel like it's too hard. And it's it's not that it's too hard. It's just that they're trying to do everything. And I've learned, even in ministry, that my job is not to do the whole ministry. My job is to do the ministry in front of me. Mm-hmm. And if I can get people to understand that whatever struggle is they're dealing with that's in front of them, that's where you start. Yeah. You start there. Let's get you through that and get you free from that. And then we'll do with the next thing as it comes. And you that's know, what this book deals with. You know, Pastor, you know, sometimes people don't get exactly what you want out of the book. One of the things that my favorite parts of the book was when you talked about that you got free from working out. See, because I was a former <laughs> athlete. And so I was taking that as, okay, yeah. Pastor Allen said, I don't have yeah. to work out anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but in your case, it was kind of... Became, became an issue. That's why you were talking about that in the book. I'm For me, it became it became an obsession, yeah. and I realized that the same the same attitude that caused me to be in that world of music that that just I'm I'm, I'm going to conquer it that actually opened up the door for me to become a drug addict. That same unhealthy, you know, I'm going to go work out. I'm just going to go do it. Mm-hmm. It really became something it didn't need to be. It became a stronghold in my life, and it, it was almost it was a new addiction. Wow! And I and I saw that trying to creep back in, 
and we had to squash it. Now, don't get me wrong. I still go to the gym. Okay. I still have a good time in the gym, and I, I you know, I do jujitsu with my kids, and, and I do all those things. However, to me now, it's just activity and, and health, and I don't I don't look at it like I looked at it before, where I it was very you. unhealthy. I wish I hadn't asked you about that now, Pastor. <laughs> you wanted, I was to, using you wanted you to stay free. You wanted to stay free. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my mom will be glad to hear that. Sure. So... Well, look forward to getting in more detail on that here in the next podcast. And Pastor, maybe if you would today, we have a little little time here, maybe just those that don't know Jesus, uh, maybe just say a prayer to lead people to Jesus. Today. Yeah, and listen, if you don't know Jesus, you know, there is nobody that loves you more than he does. Nobody. And that may be uncomfortable to hear but if you've never heard it. But when the Bible says that he sticks closer than a brother, that's true. That's true. And on my worst day, he was there, and he's never left me. And I just want you to understand, I want you to know that it takes a very simple process to accept Jesus as your Savior. You believe with your heart, you confess with your mouth. It's just that simple. So, Father, I pray right now, I pray for anybody listening to this podcast, that they will just say this simple prayer, that they will say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm a sinner. I'm sorry that my life is where it is, but I need you. I need you in my heart, Lord. I need you to fill me with who you are. And I will follow you the rest of my days. I receive the salvation that you gave me. I believe that you died on a cross. And I believe that you rose again for me. And I believe that you're going to talk to me. And I believe that you're going to lead me. And I believe that you're going to guide me. And Lord, I thank you that that is salvation. We walk in it, we receive it. And Lord, we will not only live it, but we will give it to everybody we can. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you said that prayer from your heart, you can contact Pastor's Ministry. I'm sure you'd be glad to help, and we'd be glad to help. You can contact him at gatheringchurch.life because one of the first things you need to do is find a good church. Now, not every church that has church on their sign anymore is a good church. You have to find a church that preaches the word of God and so uh, we can help you do that. You can contact my ministry through celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. Well, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon. <laughs>